0: This is episode 14, an interview with intuitive empath Stephanie Jamison of DivineSoulJourney.net. Stephanie is an intuitive empath, a psychic medium, certified Reiki master, and author of the Happy Empath Workbook. She also works with individuals all over the world who find themselves being moved through an awakening journey. She offers online courses, and that's how I met her, and that's why I love her. I took her Awakening Woman's course a few years ago and I still go to her for many different services. At the end of this interview, I'm going to share insight from her book and also another way to look at the energy all around us. I hope you enjoy the episode, and please bear with the sound quality because we did this on a Zoom call. It's my first time doing this. I apologize for any of the issues with sound. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited for this episode because I have my own spiritual coach joining me to answer some questions. Her name is Stephanie Jameson. And I signed up for her coaching program a few years ago, and she's still my go-to. I love her so much. Hi, Steph. Hi, sweetie. It's good to see you. It's good to hear from you. You too. And thanks so much for being here. You know how much it means to me. Um, Can you tell everyone exactly what
1: you do and who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm an intuitive healer, psychic medium. I'm also an empowerment coach, which is what you were just referring to. So um, I do all things spiritual. So I do personal readings, I do classes, coaches, anything that has to do with awakening. Um, Obviously, I work with a lot of women who are being moved through the awakening path, who are being moved through the spiritual awakening process, coming back into alignment with their hearts, you know, just all those different types of things. It's
0: it's a it's a fun little title. I love doing it. People don't understand what awakening is. Can you explain that in kind of layman's terms? Sure. Awakening is the process
1: of moving out of a fear-based lifestyle into a love-based lifestyle. So, I always like to explain it as moving from your head to your heart. And um, an awakening can happen from any type of catalytic event. It can happen, you know, from any type of spiritual thing that you've been moved through. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than it's just being moved from your head to your heart, right? Being in alignment with love, choosing love over fear, um, being true to that inner child, you know, really um, coming back into tune with who you are. Remembering
0: That's exactly that. what I wanted to tell people that I got from you with my coaching uh, for, to recognize when I'm in fear and not faith. And I say this actually on my podcast a lot now I'm able to recognize, am I upset now because I'm afraid of something? And sometimes you don't even think, like, it's not fear, like, oh, no, this is going to happen, but fear of loss of control. Uh, there's so many different forms of it. And, and that is where, that's what you taught me the most in the coaching program.
1: Oh, that's so cool. So you became more conscious of your triggers. Is oh, basically.
0: absolutely.
1: You kind of went from, okay, why am I reacting like this? What's going on within me?
0: Versus that person's causing me to do this or so. Can you explain a little bit about that? What if someone signs up for the course? What will it entail?
1: Oh, so the Awakening Woman's Course—it's a really cool little thing. It's something that um, I went through personally. I basically took about three years of an experience that I've been moved through, and I condensed it into a ten-week course. And so we talk all about awakening, identifying your patterns, identifying your conditioned beliefs, your thought processes. We go through codependency, healing codependency, what what codependency actually is. Um, I teach women how to learn and honor their natural psychic intuitive abilities. You know, we, we tap into those natural gifts. I teach all about how to move from a fear-based lifestyle to a love-based lifestyle, where you at on that scale, how to shift. Um, we talk about manifesting and emotions and how your emotions literally create Um, Your reality and how they're indicators that tell you, you know, what you're in alignment with and where you're out of alignment. Go over um, identifying love-based relationships, fear-based relationships, how to get back into your feminine energy, how to create healthy boundaries for yourself. As you know, I work with a ton of sensitive souls who do not know how to create healthy boundaries for themselves. Um, Hello,
0: me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I work with a
1: lot of overgivers, you know, and this comes from my own personal experience of being an overgiver a lot of sensitive souls, a lot of empaths, a lot of psychic mediums. We, we typically get moved through that process of learning how to love ourselves so that we can turn around and help others do the same. So I totally understand that lesson. Um, we go through energy vampires, how to identify them, what to do to protect yourself. We work on self-esteem, um, work on shadow work as well, and um, energetic blockages. And I teach a lot of women how to stay grounded and more energetically balanced, which is something, that,
0: you know, I don't know about you, but I feel like they should have taught us all that in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Some people would be reluctant to do something like this because they think it's about psychic. It's not. It's about, it's about you recognizing your self-awareness and your triggers and all of that stuff.
1: Sure. No, this course is about healing yourself. Yes. This particular course is about healing yourself. Yes, I am a psychic medium, but I'm also a coach. And um, this is something that it's so funny because the way that I got into coaching was I was working with a lot of women and men doing one on one sessions. And everyone would say to me afterwards, like, I feel so good after I talk to you. Have you ever considered doing coaching? And I remember thinking to myself, like, that's weird. Why would I ever do coaching? And then I'm not kidding. It just kind of hit me one night. I just sat down and I started writing and I wrote out three different courses and the Awakening Women's course was the first course. And I love coaching. It's something um, that really brings a lot of joy to me. So, right. right. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so I share with my listeners that I tried so many different things when it came, when after my father passed away, I wanted to feel more connected to him and heal. And my father and I got along fine in the end. You know, it wasn't anything that I had to heal over in that aspect, but childhood stuff. So that's another place that you helped me tremendously. Everyone in my life was always told, you know, with, with being brought up Catholic, psychics are no, no, don't go near them. It's a sin. All I knew is that I wanted to feel closer to my father and understand the process and understand like where he was. And, and I I do feel him still around me. So I went a little bit crazy with trying to get messages from him in the, in the beginning, because it made me feel closer to him, more connected to him. So I I saw you on Instagram and that's where everything started. I, I followed you. I got a reading from you. And then I heard about the Awakening Woman's course. And it was I, just automatic for me. It just resonated with you. Yes. It changed my life. It, yeah. did, it really did. It changed my life. And you're incredible. I'm sure you hear that all the time, but you mm-hmm. can never hear it enough. What do you find? And I know, I know this answer for me. But what do you find in working with women that is their biggest obstacle? Their biggest obstacle. Oh, um,
1: okay. First of all, I'm going I'm I'm to address something that you said earlier about okay. um, conditioned beliefs around psychic mediums. Yes. So first things first, I want to let everyone know who's listening is we're all psychic. Every single one of us is psychic. And the more you choose love over fear, the more your natural, intuitive, and psychic abilities are going to come through because God is love. hmm so the more you tune in with the frequency of love, the more your intuition is actually going to come through and you're going to be able to feel your loved ones and experience your loved ones. And you know, as well as I do, they, they always send signs, symbols, shapes. If I remember correctly, the first time I did a reading with you, you were um, in tears because there was an elephant behind me. Yes. And that was something that your father always sent you, correct?
0: My father loved elephants. And then of course he... Passed with Alzheimer's and the elephant is. The logo. Yes, the logo. Okay,
1: that's interesting. That's just an example of how spirit works you know and obviously you're going through this intense amount of healing there's a lot of stuff going on within you dad's passing acts as even more of a catalyst for you to learn how to heal yourself maybe deal with some um you know with something we all deal with abandonment rejection childhood wounding anything like that at all that has to do with um you know healing the self um and then boom somehow some way you're asking for a sign and all of a sudden you you come across this silly blonde psychic medium on Instagram. And that's the way the universe works is you were, you were leveling up, you were allowing yourself to live more in alignment with love and less in alignment with fear. And so the universe answered, right? Right, right. So the biggest obstacle to go back to your other question, the biggest obstacle that I find um, specifically dealing with women is a lack of self worth, and they do not trust themselves. Mm -hmm. This is a big one. This is something that I personally dealt with. Um, I mean, I've always had psychic abilities. I've always had psychic gifts. Ever since I was a little girl, I used to talk to my father about them. As I got older and my mother came back into my life, I used to tell my mother about them. Several confirmed dreams. I'm an intuitive dreamer. So there was several times in like my late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, I would have these dreams with people who would come through. And they deliver me messages. And I would call my mother and I would say, hey, mom, um, that particular piece of jewelry uh, that you're looking for, grandma told me to tell you that it's over here. And then my mom would find it. Wow. You know, um, I also have my ex-mother-in-law. I told her something very similar as well. I said, hey, I had this dream. These particular photos that you're looking for, they're over here. And about a month later, I'm over at her family's house. And she said, Stephanie, can you come into this room really quick? And I walked into the room and it was the exact same room that I saw in my dream. And I was able to pinpoint the exact location of the, 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 and these are, these were pictures and photos from like the seventies. I wasn't even born yet, you know, and they'd been looking for him for years, years and years. So my point behind all of that is that even with my gifts being as strong as they were at that time, I still didn't trust myself enough. Right. So it's very interesting to me that spirit has used me as a vessel, that the universe has used me as a vessel, that God has used me as a vessel because I've had to walk that path. And now I'm teaching women how to own it mm-hmm. and to trust themselves more mm-hmm. and to understand that they are unique and that they have gifts and that really it's about aligning with love over fear, right? right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that tends to be the biggest challenge that I see women go through. Yeah. Self-worth is a big issue that I see a lot of women being moved through, myself included. And this this came from my own, um, my personal experience was from childhood. Um, I come from a very, um, unfortunately, abusive background. It's something that I had to deal with growing up. And um, I had abandonment issues from both parents And there was something around me that just always felt as though I wasn't good enough. And so naturally, I had to get moved through lesson after lesson after lesson of learning my worth. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel a lot of women who I work with typically do. It's either, you know, possibly a mother that wasn't there for them, father abuse issues or father abandonment issues of some kind, um, possibly attracting people into their lives that you know, consistently walk all over them and don't actually see them for what they are, take them for granted, that kind of stuff. And I'm consistently working with women every single day, getting them to understand that they are worthy of an equal energy exchange, no matter what, what it is in their life, whether it's relationships, whether it's the relationship with money, whether it's their life purpose, whatever the case it is, they're worthy. And that's something that I'm consistently working with, with women on.
0: For me, working with you, when we talked about going live and, you know, I really had to work through uh, self-worth, it was self-love, it really was, because I still struggle with the same thing, you know, not wanting to see myself or not, you know, when I'm talking and when it comes to self-love or actually, how did it hold, how did you hold yourself back when it came to
1: My goodness. I think one of my biggest problems was on my journey and I'm, I'm an overthinker and I know that you know this because you've worked with me <laughs> and I told you that I work with a ton of overthinkers. I attract overthinkers. It always came back to not feeling good enough. Cool. Always the self-love. It was like, am I, I think, and I, and, I, and I feel like every woman goes through this. Am I pretty enough? Am I smart enough? Am I, um, you know, going to be able to accomplish that goal? You know, you have this dream, you have this um, divinely inspired idea. And then for some reason, the ego tries to talk us out of it as if we can't accomplish it. And that all has to do with childhood experiences. So what I had to do and I continue to do is affirmations. I had to reparent myself. Mm-hmm. I had to look at myself every day in the mirror. I went through a horrible, heartbreaking, nasty divorce a couple of years ago. And I had to look at myself every single day. And I had to tell myself, you are strong. You are beautiful. You are capable. I, actually, one of my favorite is I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just had to say it consistently again and again and again until I really
0: believed it. In the beginning stages, it's so hard. I know it's hard for me even to, to do it. I tell myself, but it's hard for me to look in the mirror and do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I get emotional. Oh, yeah. Of course, you do because you're allowing yourself to see yourself. Yeah.
1: A part of yourself that maybe you don't necessarily want to look at. Mm -hmm. Right. So, for me, I mean, um, a big part of that was also gym work, like getting back in the gym, doing exercises. I'm a runner. So, when I was running and I was feeling really emotionally triggered a few years ago when I was being moved through my initiation process. Um, my awakening process. I would just say things to myself again and again and again as I was running or working out. You know, letting me um, know and reparenting that little girl inside of me that like, there's nothing wrong with you. Just right. because this person didn't do this for you or loved you the way that you deserve to be loved, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with their their wounding. That's right. Right, and so I feel like that's something that a lot of women really battle. Mm -hmm. And they get caught up in karmic cycles. And when I talk about karmic cycles, anything that you battle with, whether it's, um, you know, this like repetitive pattern or this negative thought process, whatever it is, it's something that you as a soul haven't quite learned how to master yet. And that's why it's so challenging. So I work with a lot of women who are like, I don't know why I'm like this. I've been like this since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I keep attracting this particular type of business partner, or I keep attracting this particular type of man into my life, or this particular type of process keeps happening when I'm creating abundance for myself. And it all comes down to, all right, let's work on that. Let's work, work on more self love. And it's like, I understand this. It's challenging to love yourself more, right? It's so much easier to love everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. I always think of the woman, uh, the movie, pretty woman, when she says that to him, it's easier to believe the, the bad stuff. Absolutely.
1: Especially when you've had, um, and again, this is my personal experience, an abusive parent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that inner voice, you know, that really becomes what you believe about yourself. Yeah. Or you've dealt with a narcissistic um, spouse. That's right. Or a narcissistic person in your life. And it's like all of a sudden you're just like, wow, okay. And you really have to reprogram, you know. And one of the visualization exercises that I like to use with a lot of the girls who I coach is I have them imagine themselves when they're 10 years old, 5 years old, 12 years old, whatever age, 17 years old. And I have them wrap themselves in light. Mm -hmm. And I have them reparent that little girl. And tell her every time they have a nasty thought about themselves, I have them picture her and tell them tell her you are strong enough. You are capable enough. You are worthy enough. You are lovable. You are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of sacred partnership, whatever it is. Yeah. So it, again, it just comes down to reparenting the self.
0: That's a really painful thing to do. Well, it was for me anyway, the inner child work, but completely necessary when it came to moving forward. It, this, as soon as I started looking at it a, either myself as a child or my daughter, what would I say to my daughter if she was feeling the way that I was feeling about myself? I would never allow it. Or my best friend, you know, it's, it's hard to work through. It really is. When I talk to myself like that now it's easier for me to catch because of all that work that I did. And I started that with you. I actually started that at 25. I was 25 years old and I went to my first therapist. She had me do inner child work, although I didn't know what it was at the time. She didn't tell me that's what it was. She okay. like had me hug this pillow and I was bawling my eyes out, you know, thinking of myself as a child. But I never actually even went back to her because I, I guess I wasn't ready. You know, my soul was definitely not ready for that at the time. Now I'm in my 40s and I'm doing inner child work, and it really is so beneficial.
1: Yeah. It helps you to remember how divine you are. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get through the shadow work, once you get through some of that stuff, it really helps you heal enough to realize how capable you are or how many, how many infinite possibilities there are, you know, and that you can achieve that kind of stuff for healers. That's a big lesson. Um, That's something that, you know, healers get it and coaches like you, we get it really hard because we um, we volunteer basically to come here and go through all of this so that we can then turn around and help others. Mm-hmm. So we kind of get this like double whammy. Right. Um, and it can, be, it can be very challenging. You know, I definitely had opportunities growing up and in my early 20s to align with something completely different and to not choose love, you know, to choose fear.
0: I yeah. talk about that all the time, people in fear-based jobs people who who stay in jobs just because they think there's nothing else for them that's what drives me crazy i i want to shake people sometimes <laughs> cuz i'm like you can you don't have to stay anywhere you
1: you hate it you know but it all comes down to again like i was saying those karmic patterns mm-hmm. the the way they were conditioned to believe You know, a lot of people who I work with have heavy conditioned beliefs because they were brought up in very religious homes where they were taught to believe that all of the answers existed outside of them and that they couldn't listen to their intuition and how dare they even venture out into the unknown. But the thing is, is that the more you align with what it is that your heart is saying to you, the things that you feel passionate about, the people that you feel passionate about, there's a reason for that. The more abundance comes into your life. Mm -hmm. Right, it's all about listening to your heart. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Now, how can people find you? Oh, um, I'm on Instagram pretty okay. regularly, it's just Divine Soul Journey on Instagram, and then my website, DivinesoulJourney.net. Okay, and what other things do you offer on your site? Oh, so um, obviously, I'm a psychic medium first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people reach out to me because they want a reading. So I offer psychic mediumship readings, um, intuitive healing. I'm also a Reiki master. So I offer, um, if you're located in the state that I'm in, I offer Reiki healing and then of course, distance Reiki healing as well, classes and coaching, you know, so there's all kinds of little things that I do. Nice. If you guys
0: ever want to reach out to her, please do so. I wouldn't have anybody on my podcast that I didn't absolutely love and believe in. So I hope you do. Follow her at least on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steph, for being here. I I love you so much. I love you too. Thanks again to Stephanie Jameson of Divine Soul Journey. Go follow her on social media because you're going to see a lot more of what she does and you're going to love her. Now, I know a lot of people don't always understand the need for spiritual guidance. And one of the questions that I forgot to ask Steph was to explain the seven bodies of energy. That is something she explains in her book. And it's called The Happy Empaths Workbook. And it's available on Amazon if you want to check it out. I've talked a lot about energy and I try to make it easy to understand because the average person doesn't believe in what they can't see, right? So in talking about the seven bodies of energy... Steph explains that the physical body, of course, is the body that actually houses our soul. It's your actual body. There's the spiritual body, the etheric body, which is your emotional self. And, of course, you understand the spiritual body. I'm mentioning this because I believe that spirit's all around us all the time. We just need to slow ourselves down in order to be present, and too many things take us away from the present moment. My father passed away two years ago, and grieving can be really hard, and everyone does it differently. I know he's still around me, along with the rest of my family who has passed. I mean, I I know that. We're all energy, and some people are able to slow themselves down enough to feel that energy. It's not always easy to lose someone and to accept that they're gone and yet still here. You know, they're still with us and, and overseeing what we do. A lot of people don't believe in that and that's okay. I'm not asking you to believe in what I believe in. I'm telling you what I promised from the beginning that I would take you through my journey and how does this associate with my self-worth? My father was one of the biggest reasons for my inner voice and my low self-esteem. and I don't want to sit here and blame him for that. He understands it. I don't have to sit here and say he was perfect because neither am I. In forgiving my father and in believing that he is with me still actually helps me feel better and to accept what is and to accept myself for who I am right now. We all have different things that get us through hard times. I still talk to my father every single day. I still believe he can hear me, and that gets me through the grief. I hope you enjoyed Steph's interview, and if you have any questions for me, you can send them to Maria at MariaGrandeLLC.com. Have a great day.